we got some catching up to do. That we do. We have four movies we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about each of them very quickly. We're going to try our best. We're going to try our best. Let's get right into it. <laughs> As usual, Jess is ready. She's awake. Well, I would have had a sparkling water if you didn't drink them all. Here's what Jess did. She likes to consolidate. So we had two different kinds of bubbly. The mango box had some mango in it. I kept drinking it. There was one rattling rattling around in the box, right? Open it up. It's a blue one. Pomegranate? Blueberry palm. Blueberry. Trash. Listen here. Either way, there were eight. I had one. I'm a grown boy. It's sparkling water. It's good stuff. Okay, so we saw the film Nope. Nope. Written and directed by Jordan Peele. How many times do you think we said nope that week? A lot. Actually, you're right. You know, we started recording an, a podcast for, like, episode four of this movie. Oh, we did, like, a before we, said, we saw. At, no, right after, I think, we said, I'm like, Jess, do you want to talk oh, about it? And you're like, nope. Nope. Okay, so this you're movie. Right, we did do that. I mean, Jess, uh, a 30-second plot synopsis. Oh, goodness. All it right, mostly well, takes place on the farm. A ranch. Ranch. Um, I'm going to take the lead on this one. All right, so here's the deal. I don't you, even know. You have the son, OJ, the sister. Do they call her M? That doesn't sound right, but okay. We're going off Wikipedia. It's been a couple weeks at this point. Basically, their father dies from like a falling coin. It's in the first like minute of the film. It's not a spoiler, but you know, my apologies. There are things going on on this ranch. They want to save it. At a certain point, they realize it's like a UFO. They want to catch it on film and make some money. That's oh, the goal, right? Nice. That was a good synopsis. That's the, that's the film. Yeah. And they don't stray from that from the beginning to the end, right? By the third act, their goal is still get it on film, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that, in addition to not being caught by it. That's the goal from the beginning. That's implied. I mean, the, their goal doesn't change. Now... You have Jupe, who's at the theme park next door, mm-hmm. who's been buying the horses from OJ. With OJ's intention of buying them back from him. Yes. And they it's say, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk about yeah. that later. Nope. All right. I guess first, did you like this movie? Nope. I liked it enough. But while watching, I was wondering, why am I not enjoying this more? Because... All right, OJ is the main guy, the main character. He's also kind of the – Just he's a boring character. Let's just face it. His sister is fantastic. Amazing. The, oh, my gosh. Her outfits were reason enough. Wonderful. The te- – oh, Angel. Angel, the tech salesman. Yeah. He was also fantastic. I mean – was pretty cool. So I don't know. I enjoyed it. I was surprised by some of it. By the third act, I have a lot of questions. Let's just get into spoilers real quick. Okay. All right. Spoiler warning for the next, like, two minutes. Okay. So it's been a couple of weeks, but we established in this movie, this UFO eats things, and it tried eating the, the horse statue that had a ribbon rope tied to it. Mm-hmm. They say it's learned not to eat things with this ribbon rope kind of thing, like, because it spit it back out. It wasn't a real horse. Didn't want to eat it. I heard it. All right. Later on in the climax of the movie... The sister, 
she gets wrapped in caution tape. We know she's safe now because we won't eat that with the caution tape, right? Correct. What kills this UFO organism creature is a giant inflatable with a rope attached to it. With flags on the rope. I swear it had flags, but I'm really hoping we're wrong. No, we're not wrong. So either the point is that you cannot tame nature because they do a lot. There's a lot of themes and hidden messages and like symbolism, which I don't care about. Not really for them pay off, which in the end, let's face it, they they got a picture of this creature, but so did a lot of other people. So what was the The point? Well, yeah. They were shooting from far away. And this creature was no longer like a UFO. It was like a jellyfish. It was all over the place. And they got plenty of pictures. There's no way you can tell me. You could have seen it from 100 miles away. Mm-hmm. She got some pictures from the, the wishing well. And it looked like a CGI monster. It sounds cool. Like, I mean, I'm sure on writing, in writing, like on paper, that sounds a whole lot cooler than it actually appeared on film yeah sure i mean i've also read that some people think oj his character died and that was like her imagining him at the end which i mean i'm like yes or no it doesn't really change the outcome of the movie that's not a good thing i I didn't even care at that point yeah there were some cool moments i like the tmz guy which i'm sure there's some message there like they should have been like after this guy taking his camera but that was not what they were trying to do like his whole thing was he wanted to get footage. Their whole thing was he wanted to get footage. If everybody has footage of it, you're not making a bunch of money. No. So their plan is very confusing. Even the, the cinematographer, director guy who dies trying to get the shot. Mm. Like, I get the point. It's kind of funny, actually. But also watching, he just comes off really stupid. Yeah, it, it doesn't translate well. So if I tell someone to watch this movie, like, yeah, you might enjoy it. Like, your family really enjoyed it. Yeah. I – and, yeah, I mean, I guess never did I suspect in the first part of this movie that the UFO was actually going to be a creature that ate people. Yeah. Um. So that was a cool twist. And, I mean, there's a really cool scene, you know, of the – uh, the blood raining down on the house. So it's, uh, I was scared at certain points, which, you know, that's that was the goal of seeing a scary movie, I guess. But it's just overall, it didn't, didn't wow me. I, I wanted to be wowed by this one. Nope. <laughs> no. Yeah, I just think the third act had a clear plan, like they're going to get this shot, that it... It's fine. It's a fine movie. It's not Get Out. It's not Us. It just is what it is. Yeah. I mean, at this point, if you were actually really excited to see it, you probably have already seen it. Um, if you're still on the fence, I'd say, you know, it's a safe bet to to wait till it's streaming. Yes. Um, I would enjoy seeing a movie of the brother and sister focusing on their business of training animals for, for movies. I think that's something I would enjoy watching. There'd be some just a straight comedy, nothing else, very simple. They're good characters. I learned a little bit, little bit about you know show business and horses, and you know, there's a lot of question marks in here. 
And people will say, just look into it more. It's a deep movie. You don't get it. I also want to just watch a movie and enjoy it. So anyways, a grade, I don't know. I just say B for everything. It's fine. Mm, low B, high C. Right. I don't know. How about this? Critic B, my audience score for myself, it's C. a C. Yeah. All right. We saw The Gray Man. Yes, we did. Direct- on Netflix. Yes. Directed by the the Russo brothers. Infinity War and Endgame, Winter Soldier, Welcome to Collinwood. They do it all. Arrested High expectations with them. Oh, yeah. Their quality. So this movie cost $200 million. That's insane. $200 million. I think Shocking. they spent it all like on the first couple scenes. Right. So that's where like Nope cost probably under $100 million, I would guess. Let's see what. Nope cost $68 million. Okay. That's Think about cool. that. $120 million more was spent on The Gray Man. This movie does not look like a $200 million movie. No. This is classic. Like, it looks like a Marvel movie. They pay too much on the actors. They spend too much on the food or stunts or locations. Like, it, that's a shocking price when you consider that's more than a Mission Impossible movie. So it's just unnecessary. Uh, okay, Jess. Mm-hmm. Gray man, what'd you think? Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that it was a solid B, and I I think that just about. I mean, okay, so it's been a couple weeks now since we've seen this movie, sure. and it has faded into the back of my memory. <laughs> I mean, it, it's there's one scene that stands out in the beginning. And, you know, Chris Evans is a pretty cool bad guy. I mean, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I knew he was a bad guy. I didn't see him being, you know, a believable bad guy. Um, So that was good. And, you know, hey, I missed Ryan Gosling, so. Well, look, Gosling is coming back in a sequel, according to Wikipedia. Good for them. That makes sense. He's a really cool character. I mean, 007 type. It's, you know, it, it's really good. But the whole plot, the, I just, I think they tried to, like, overcomplicate it. Um, it just, it kind of fell flat. Okay, so this movie, though, like, Ryan Gosling, his character, he's a standard spy kind of thing, CIA, whatever you want to call it. He comes into some information that's, could reveal some bad things about his superiors, right? And he kind of goes rogue, and the superiors that are going to get in trouble say, we need the craziest guy we have, a guy named uh, so-and-so, played by Chris Evans, who does not work for the agency anymore. He's on his own, private sector. Ooh. That's the plot. I think the fact they spent so much money, and you can't, I mean, it was in, it was at Cinemark the one day, like, it made a little bit of money. I think it said it made like half a million total. Yeah, Oof. almost half a million. But I mean, they don't advertise it being theater. Like, I had no idea. The best scene in the movie is in the opening sequence that has fireworks going off. It's That's amazing. That's the best. Everything about that, it should have been the climax of the movie. I've never seen an action scene like that where fireworks are going off all around them. Like, they're right next to the tubes. But in general, yeah, it's a forgettable movie. It's on Netflix, so it feels kind of free, so it's a lot of fun. Chris Evans is clearly having fun with his mustache. Um, (laughs) 
in a role that I mean I would love to see Nicolas Cage play this in a very R-rated movie. I need I need someone like legitimately out of their mind. That just makes it a more fun like kind of face-off movie. Ryan Gosling's character. If you ask me to describe his character, I would tell you he's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I don't know much about him. Is he cool? Not. I mean, kinda. Like he does stuff, but it's. I like it because it's Ryan Gosling. Yes. There's nothing about his character. Where I'm like, you want to be that person, or hang out with that guy. Like he's just he's there to fight and kill people and look like, look really down kind of most of the time. Like he has some good funny like upbeat kind of comebacks and lines, but generally he's, you know. Compared, he's the opposite of Chris Evans, which is fine. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into spoilers real quick, Jess. Why is it called The Gray Man? Well, there are Gray Man novels, I guess. Um, does he exist not in the black or white? He's in the gray area. I don't know. Okay. I guess that kind of makes sense because, I mean, he was a, he arrested. He was in trouble with the law. True. And so now he's working undercover so that he stays out of prison. Yeah, I guess that's gray area. That's what we're going with that explanation. Okay, I can move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. what's. I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff in this movie. There's a lot of fun stuff. Action exists just to exist most of the time. I will say, though, like having, you know, having a kid involved, a sick kid, no less, it adds some, you know, a good backstory plot to sure. the action, which action are never – I used to think that I didn't like action movies. I just don't like bad action movies. Action movies made well are really good. And this one, I mean, it it, it had some of the elements to make it really good, but it just didn't succeed. <laughs> After it ended, I said it was kind of shocking this movie even existed because $200 million, it should be better. It's just kind of there and it's gone. It's same with like Red Notice on Netflix, like these very big budget movies. A lot of it like looks shockingly fake, mm-hmm. like clearly green screen or on a stage. I mean, the whole, the plane crash, it's so fast and the furious, like, but worse. It's the CGI. I don't know. So it's it's fine. I would have actually enjoyed more of like him just protecting the girl. Yeah, that could have been the whole movie. I would have been okay with that. Yeah. His relationship with Billy Bob Thornton. Billy yeah. Bob was kind of his father figure, essentially. Because he talked about how his dad was basically a terrible person and he killed him to protect his brother, which we don't get to see the brother. So take his word for it. Why was his brother not Chris Evans? Why did they not make that connection? I mean, that would have, like... But then why would he be fighting each other? Because they're brothers. Like, that would be full circle. Uh, like, that would have just been, you know, he turned out more like the dad. Like, I'm mad at you for killing the dad. You know, like, I mean, they could have written anything. Sure. But, but look, instead, it's just like, oh, okay, he's just against him. Yeah. Well, this movie is not a smart movie by any means of the imagination because there are so many times where they could just kill Chris Evans. Right, I mean... Why would they do that? <laughs> well, Ryan Gosling and his girl, Anna de Armas, Armas, I'm not sure, the other agent that's good, mm. she shoots Chris Evans I think, with a trank, a tranquilizer. Right. Right? And they leave him there. It's like, no, this guy is trying to... He's like crazy. You don't let him live. Another scene has Ryan Gosling pulling out a grenade 
when he's face to face with um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans says ballsy and then jumps out a window. It's like, no, you don't jump out a window. You back away and you shoot Ryan Gosling. Like, there's just like all these moments where he could kill him but doesn't. Later in the movie, back to Billy Bob Thornton. Mm. Billy Bob is done. He's dead. He's shot. Ryan's like, what's going on there? Billy Bob's like, I've reached the end of the line. And then there's no emotional moment between the two. There's no, come on, we can do this. Look at you out of here. Like, let's go. There's no energy in Ryan Gosling. Then the daughter, whew, at least she was there because she had some kind of emotional connection to this guy. She was guy. a niece. And that's another backstory that we just don't really get much info on. But I feel like that was part of Ryan Gosling's character is he kind of like OJ in Nope, just doesn't have that emotional span. Yes, and this is another example of why are you writing better characters than the main character? Like, Nope, he's boring. Gray Man, Ryan Gosling. He's boring. If if your main guy that you're supposed like who are you who's the protagonist in this movie? Like who is the hero? Is it Ryan Gosling? Because yeah, he has no emotion whatsoever. His father figure is dying, it's like, let's get you out, let's go. There's nothing. He's he plays that like tough guy, sad, no emotion. Like for I don't while Chris Evans over there is like so animated and like a human that's alive, it's very strange. You can say it's his character, yeah, his character, but it's still kind of boring. Um, I don't know. That scene didn't bother me as much. I think because we saw the emotional reaction from the child, <laughs> but the, you know, from Ryan Gosling, like, he was in the middle of a fight still. He's like, we don't have time for this right now. I got to get, you know, her to safety. And he, like, controlled his emotions enough and, like, put them away. And, you know, I'll deal with that later kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. But he's also starring in a movie. So, like, it's all dealing with I it know, later. Like, I, we're watching a movie. I get sick of that, though. Like, seeing, you know, an action movie where, like, there's killers, like, chasing them. They're being shot at. And they exactly. take, like, five minutes out of, you know, a scene to, but you were my, you know, long lost. You You raised me. And... I mean, it's okay. Like, I they, get that. They but took that's that not what, time anyways. That's not what this movie was. They set it up, though. Like, his character is non-existent. But they try. They set it up with, like, him. First thing you learn about the guy is what? Like, Ryan Gosling's in jail. He killed a bad guy. Oh, was his bad guy's dad? Yes. Oh, guess what? I'm your new father figure now. I'm going to get you out of jail. Cool. 18 years later... Working with the guy he trusted, and clearly trusting the whole movie, even to protect the daughter, right? Niece, yes. Niece, okay. Like, that's a very strong connection. When you're watching a movie, like, that makes you feel for the character. Like, oh, Ryan Gosling has character, but he doesn't because he does not care. Yes, the girl, the daughter, the niece, she has character. That's someone you can, like, watch in a scene. She's reacting to how the normal person reacts. Like, any person. When you're watching, like, a robot... Yes, to me, it comes off a little weird. I had a problem with it. Jess enjoyed it. It worked for her. I didn't say that I enjoyed it. I did say that it worked. And I do just think that it is written in his character. I mean, he clearly had a traumatic upbringing. And if he suffers from some behavioral, emotional disorders, (laughs) it would not surprise me. We are stretching at this point. 
I I mean, just from what I saw on screen, it would not surprise me if he was written as a character with like. Oh, okay. Well, good to know. Um, yeah, do we recommend this movie? I did like the the chase at the end through the maze. That was fun. I mean, it was fine. It was at least it you was, could do with something cool, but they. It tried. was a wannabe The Shining. And then they fight each other in the water, and it's creepy and weird. But anyways, if, it, if you have Netflix, you're going to watch it. Go watch it. See what Netflix is spending their money on. I mean, Chris Evans is fun. Ryan Gosling is Ryan Gosling is great. They're going to make a sequel. It's not a bad way to spend a Friday night. Just don't go overboard with, like, the, you know, fancy snacks and oh, take wait, out wait, and stuff hey, for hey. it. Uh, special necklace. Is there a magical or special necklace in this movie? I'll give you a hint. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Oh, yes, there is. I can't remember now. In the very first action scene by the fireworks, he kills Agent 4 or 5 or whatever. So, technically, it's like a flash drive or something that he made into a necklace. That's how things are, though. That's that's like watching Stranger Things in a guitar pick Bit of a stretch. It literally, they had to, it did not need to be, this is even worse, it did not need to be a necklace. They went out of their way to make this flash drive a necklace. Yeah, they did. And they did it quickly. It is, they have to stop. All right, I'm moving on. I can't talk about it anymore. Dan's getting angry. Yes. Next, we saw Elvis. Oh, my God. (laughs) He looks like a vampire in that picture. Elvis? Austin Butler, yeah. Yeah, Austin Butler. All right. Boslerman. Is it Baz or Boz? I don't know. I mean, I said Boz, but Baz? Baz. Baz. I think that's an American pronunciation all right i loved elvis yeah it was fantastic okay so honestly i don't even know if there's anything to talk about like this movie met and exceeded expectations i mean it was you know i learned stuff which you know i should fact check hopefully is real (laughs) um the acting was fantastic tom hanks is i mean I forgot it was Tom Hanks a bunch of times. He's just, you know, good at his role narrating, doing his Tom Hanks stuff. And uh, Austin Butler, I mean, yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Wow. I'm just reading this where it says, Filming began in Australia in January 2020 and then paused March through September following the onset of COVID. Hmm, like a that's year. not much of a pause. That's a good six months so they figure out how to do things. Yeah, because Tom Hanks had COVID like back in. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyways, I mean, yeah, it's an A movie. It's two hours and 40 minutes. It flew by. It's just a lot of fun. Tom Hanks is creepy, evil, but I I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. Great music, obviously. And it really, you learn, at least I learned quite a bit about the state of Elvis, like finances. And, yeah, we should fact check it. You should fact check it. But the Presley family, um, I mean, they approve of it. They're very happy with it from what I've read. The daughters and Elvis's ex-wife, Priscilla. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a picture with her and Austin Butler at like one of the premieres. So clearly she approves of it. And the daughter, Lisa wow. Marie, approves of it. So that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's very emotional. Yeah. It's pretty shocking and it puts everything that goes into perspective about like leading up to his death um you know performing in vegas like being stuck there wanting to leave just reminds me of like 
Britney Spears, Michael Jackson, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, a movie, yeah. I recommend it to pretty much anybody. Like, I would never consider myself a big Elvis fan. I love his music, but I don't, like, bring out the old CD when I drive around. Like, Thank you for saying CD and not, like, album. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I wouldn't mind an Elvis album. That'd be fun. So... Uh, my one drawback from making it an A+, because oh. I think this is an A movie. I don't really have much, if anything, to complain about. There was no peanut butter banana reference, and that is a present-day Elvis signature. Maybe you made that up. I'm not even – like, you're just not paying attention. Like, any, so like, dessert, ice right. cream place you go Maybe to. Maybe they made it up. Multiple different places. Wow. If it was one place, sure. But that is a that is an Elvis thing. Peanut butter banana. All right. Our five listeners, you know, check that out, the peanut butter banana thing. And try it out. Tell us what you think. Just peanut butter and banana. Usually with ice cream, but yeah. Oh, with ice cream, I got it. That sounds you know, I've not had a banana split in a long I usually don't waste my ice cream on a banana split. To me a banana split, you have ice cream, a banana. And chocolate. None of that Hawaiian pineapple stuff. <laughs> what about American pineapple? Oh. <laughs> okay. I, let's just move on because Elvis, it's an A to me. Go see it. Yeah. And even, like you said, even if you're not like, oh, I'm not really a big Elvis fan, the I would not consider this a musical. The music did not take over the movie. Um, it, even being a... Just knowing who Elvis was as a person, it was still a really good movie. Yes. I agree. We saw it you know, last week. It had been out for over a month, and we saw it in like a smaller theater, but there were still a at, least Sunday tw- night. at least 25 people there, which yeah. I, mean, Impressive. I was totally shocked. So, I mean, great. It's made quite a bit of money. I think it's at $250 million, according to Wikipedia. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for them. They're doing it. All right, next up, we saw Bullet Train on Friday at the drive-in. Yes, we did. This is another one that I just, I don't really have much to talk about because it it met my expectations. Didn't exceed, you know, it wasn't below, but everything that I hoped this movie would be based on the previews, which they gave a lot away Whoa, in the we're going to hold on a second. I just learned something. Tell me. All right, Bullet Train. There's apparently a 1975 movie. Yeah, wait, what is this? The plane or the train has a bomb that will explode automatically if it slows below 80 kilometers unless a ransom is paid. Sounds like another movie that I. That's speed. I had no idea. Wow. What year? 1975. So about 20 years earlier. I mean, I mean, speed is its own movie, obviously. Like, here's the thing: a train's on tracks. A bus is insane. Like that's. Driving, right. navigating traffic. Yeah, but I can see where that... Interesting. Anyways, back to the 2022 bullet train. All right, sorry I cut you off. I was just so shocked. All right, Jess, go ahead. I think I finished my thought. Okay, well, anyways, bullet train. We saw the drive-in. Drive-in was not crowded. I was pretty shocked. Um yeah, Friday night, still middle, you know, beginning of August. Yeah. Um, I saw, I think it's the number one movie. I saw it made $30 million. That's not surprising. Yeah, and $30 million, I mean, it's, it's pretty good. It's not like a wild amount, but it's an R-rated 
movie let's see what the budget was 85 to 90 so it's at 62 worldwide right now it'll make plenty of money mm-hmm. um good for them i mean to me it's an it's every if you've seen the trailer which probably shows too much but it's everything you you're not gonna be disappointed yeah i mean <laughs> i i would say brad pitt not that he disappears into this role because it's very clearly brad pitt but it's a different character for him i he's working on himself and it provides comedic relief throughout the action scenes yeah it was good to see him in an action movie um i mean i love train movies a wild amount of action like lots of flashbacks great characters i mean mystery yeah like you said backstory there's a lot going on in this movie but it's fun i'm ready to watch it again and i probably pick up on a lot on the second viewing, like really understanding there's a lot going on in a good way. Hmm. I don't feel the need to watch this movie again. That's shocking. Yeah. I mean, as as good as it was, it's one of those, like, I'm one and done with this one. Well, that's just factor into your grade, man. If it's not a movie, like, like to me, yeah, I'd give it an A. It's a movie, yes, I would want to see again because I think it is not – if it was a straightforward movie, he gets on a train, has to get a briefcase – and he fights people the entire time. It is not not that. There's a lot of backstory flashbacks. There's history. Like, I mean, guy is sitting down. Let me tell you a story. No, I'm good. No, I'm going to tell you anyways. Like, <laughs> and it's great because you learn a lot about other bad guys, which is interesting because you kind of care a little bit. I mean, by the end, you care about some of these guys. Like, You're right. Maybe in like 10 years when I've forgotten the backstory of this movie, I would want to watch it again. But this is not one that I would want to watch yearly or even every other year or – you know, just put it on for fun. This is a, I already know. Like, it's, it, 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 I don't know. It's already done for me. Interesting. So, I mean, I guess with Nope also, like, I would like to watch Nope again to pick up on more things. No. I don't think it's a good movie, but you might learn learn more about the ape and the, the TV show and the shoe and the bad miracles. But, um, like, Gray Man is a very straightforward movie. Like, that's when you sit down for lunch and you, like, write the story it's very simple a to b bullet train is that with so much more every character there is so much connection to it and i think if i watch it again you're gonna pick up on a lot more that's just my i think it's a very well-written movie mm-hmm. i think the only downfall is they probably brought in some other writers to spruce it up by adding just do we have a magic or special necklace ding 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 actually i think we have two we do have two very strange. Yeah. Let's do it's okay. Just spoiler sloppy. warning. Spoiler warning for this one. Alert! Alert! And this is kind of tough when we say spoiler warning because you don't really know what ends. So if you're listening, you might just be catching all the spoilers. Anyways, we apologize. The first magic necklace is for with the wolf, the bad guy. Which that one? You know what? It fits his character. It's a wolf. <laughs> it's his name. That one. It's like okay, like seen this before, but but, where did but it come okay, from? but it's okay. Was it always a necklace? Oh, was it one of those like tie loop clip things? I don't know what like those that. are called. I don't think it was always a necklace. I don't know. Either way, yeah, the wolf's got one. So it's very symbolic. Like, oh, this is who that guy is. It's tied to his character. Family. It, It's significant. Yeah. All right, the second one comes out of left field. And I mean, it comes out oh of left field. Oh, my God. It was so just, it, it was didn't. Shocking. Like, yeah. They have they have to be stopped with the magic necklaces. It felt added on. Like, it just slapped on there. 
and just for no like it it didn't it didn't add to the emotional feel of the movie for me cool Okay, when the one guy dies, he's he starts putting a necklace around him, and we there's no meaning to it yet. We have there is no significance that we know of, and then it cuts to a flashback where he sees like he's with his brother when they're younger, right? Yeah, that's I, it. Because these guys are referred to as the twins, and everybody's like, "Ha ha, you guys don't look anything alike." Gosh, whatever. Yeah. We, we got to stop that. Cool. In these cool. Too. Like, I mean, cool. So they're you know the the twist to their backstory i guess is that they actually are brothers um you know raised in the home together and there was a necklace that the one apparently always wore that we didn't see until this scene it is so shocking and the most shocking part is there is something it's very smart very well done that takes the place of the magic necklace so you don't need it and I would guess the writer had it all figured out, didn't need a necklace, and they added the necklace thing later. But originally, the one brother lives by Thomas the Tank Engine, the TV show. Thomas the Train. My, Thomas the Train? Yeah, isn't that the whole thing throughout the movie they're arguing about? It's not Thomas the Tank, it's Thomas the Train. Anyway, so there's the whole thing where he has stickers and like he says like, okay, you're a this person, you're a this person, like oh, characters you're, yeah. from Thomas. If you're a Diesel, that's very specific. Ooh. Yes, exactly. So it, that's where like it's very important to the story. Like there's so many characters you learn who's who by these stickers. Like it helps out. This grown man bringing a sheet of stickers yes. based on a child's story yes. is, I mean, that's brilliant. Honestly, to the point where I'm like. That's a very smart way to not use a magic necklace. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching thinking, this is brilliant, very well done. And even if that's all there was, I would still be having the conversation, Jess, could these stickers be considered a magic necklace? Because they're very significant and people wear them in this movie. And I would say yes, <laughs> but they, they were smart about it. And then they added two more magic necklaces. So yeah, I think it's an A movie. If you watch the trailer and like it, watch the trailer. If you like the trailer, you're going to like the movie, plain and simple. Yeah, it's yeah straightforward there. Yeah, and or maybe don't watch the trailer if you think you might like it because you're gonna see way too much. Yeah, watch much. the first trailer, and they they've made some like second ones where they show some like the ending and stuff like that. It's just unnecessary. Like I, you, you had me hooked. Like I'm gonna go see the movie. Like don't give it all away in a minute and a half. I agree. All right, so we recommend that one. Just yeah, that's an easy recommend. And for theaters. I mean, that that's a good it's for a drive-in. Fun. Drive-in's fun. Go to the drive. Support your drive-in. You should. Buy some snacks. Yes. Anything else, Jess? I just... What else is coming out, man? Fall. Oh, is that this week? I think it's Friday. Okay. It's, That'll I, be fun. It's a slow month. I don't know. Teeny, I'm even like grasping here. Like, you know... Fall, huh? Shazam, Autumn, Black Adam. I, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I wish, I wish there was more that I was more excited about. I don't know. These these trailers for Black Adam are are not really doing it for me. But I mean, you know, we're probably still going to see it. Yeah. But... What am I excited for in the fall? Halloween ends. Yes, definitely very excited uh, for that. And it's I, funny because like big expectations. We know what's going to happen. People are going to get killed. If you kill Michael Myers, he's not really dead. I mean. But it'll be good, so. It doesn't matter, yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. You can email us at beforeyouseethefilm at gmail.com. Ooh. Thanks for listening. Bye.